Welcome to Abide in Truth with Pastor Mike Hughes, a radio outreach ministry of Calvary Chapel in Amid, Idaho. Join us as Pastor Mike leads us verse by verse through the Bible and shares with us the impacting truth of God's Word. Be sure to stay tuned until the close of our program to hear about some exciting news and special offers. We'll also tell you how you can obtain a full-length copy of this entire message. And don't forget, you can always catch up on Mike's teaching on our website at ccmit.org. We're currently going through the book of Luke in a series titled, The Uncommon Gospel. So grab your Bible, turn up the volume, and follow along with us. Here's Pastor Mike. Luke chapter 10, verse 25 is where we find ourselves as we're going through the gospel of Luke. Howdy, neighbor. <laughs> I, I, I'm going to get that, you know, I watched that, you know, as I mentioned last time, I watched that Mr. Rogers thing. It's going to be in my sermons for a couple months now. Sorry about that. No, it, this is it just, I having to work out perfectly for this specific message because here we have this story of the good Samaritan who was a good neighbor. And that's a great story and a great parable that Jesus told. And, and I think that we all can relate to it in certain circumstances in our lives. And, and maybe that's true with you and your neighbors that live next door to you. I don't know how your relationship is with your neighbors. We've, we've had some strange neighbors. I mentioned Norm a while back. He was our neighbor in Pocatello and came home one day. You know, he's just a different guy. You know, he'd stand at the fence kind of like that and for a long time. And then finally, after a while, he'd been watching me for a while. I was like, howdy, neighbor. And I'd be like, oh. you know. <laughs> then, of course, my friend played that practical joke on me, wrote borrowed butter norm and stuck it on my door about flipped out, you know, those types of things. But we had an angry neighbor one time, the guy next door, just complaining and complaining and complaining. And so, we, you know, it got so bad that we had to bake brownies and take it over to him to win him over. And we did, praise the Lord. But right now I have... I have five, six neighbors, actually, six neighbors touching my property. We just have a strange piece of property, and we have neighbors all around us. And, and we're, we have good neighbors. You know, they're actually pretty good, every single one of them, you know, pretty nice people, you know. And so we talk to them over the fence. I don't sit there creepily and watch them. But we talk to them over the fence, and, you know, sometimes they're up until 3 in the morning playing, what do they call that? Mexican music, you know, one of the, they have, in their, they have a big party in their backyard, you know, quinceanera or something, I don't know, but it's, you know, it's, it's, it's entertaining and it's fun and it's pretty good. It's pretty good. I can't complain about my neighbors. But sometimes I, I talk to you guys and you guys have had some pretty bad neighbors, some of you, some of you here, I won't point you out. But I mean, I've talked to several people and even this morning talking to a guy about a neighbor and, you know, neighbors can be a bane to our existence. You know, they're constantly threatening us. Some of, you know, threaten lawsuits. Others, you know, shoot their, your animals and others, you know, dump things on your, on your yard. You know, it's just crazy the things that neighbors can do when you have a bad neighbor. And yet, as we look at our text today, we're looking at the, the story of the Good Samaritan and asking the question, who is our neighbor? But this isn't just Neighbors who live next door, as Mr. Rogers would say, you know, wouldn't you like to be my neighbor? Everybody could be your neighbor, right? Anybody can be your neighbor. And so if you're able, will you stand with me? Luke chapter 10, verse 25 is where we find ourselves as we're going through the gospel of Luke. Luke 10, 25. And Luke records by the Holy Spirit. And behold, a certain lawyer stood up and tested him, saying, Teacher, what shall I do to inherit eternal life? And he said to him, What is written in the law? What is your reading of it? So he answered and said, You shall love the Lord your God with all your heart, with all your soul, with all your strength, and with all your mind, 
and your neighbor is yourself. But he said to him, you have answered rightly, do this and you will live. But he wanted to justify himself, said to Jesus, and who is my neighbor? And Jesus answered and said, a certain man went down from Jerusalem to Jericho and fell among thieves, who stripped him of his clothes, wounded him and departed, leaving him half dead. Now by chance, a certain priest came down the road and when, they saw him, when he saw him, he passed by on the other side. Likewise, a Levite, when he arrived at the place, came and looked and passed by on the other side. But a certain Samaritan, as he journeyed, came where he was, and when he saw him, he had compassion. So he went to him and bandaged his wounds, pouring on oil and wine, and he set him on his own animal, brought him to an inn, and took care of him. On the next day, when he departed, he took out two denarii, gave them to the innkeeper, and said to him, Take care of him, and whatever more you spend, when I come again, I will repay you. So which of these three do you think was the neighbor to him who fell among thieves? And he said, He who showed mercy on him. And Jesus said to him, Go and do likewise. And Father in heaven, we thank you for this passage and this time we have together, Lord, to study it together. I pray that you would just... Be with us, Lord. Speak to our hearts and our minds, Lord, that we would truly hear what your Spirit is saying to us, Lord, when it comes to those around us and when it comes to what it means to have eternal life. And I pray, Jesus, that you would just just give us grace, Lord, as we just seek to know you more. It's in Jesus' name we pray. Amen. You may be seated. So Luke has, so far in his gospel, shown us Jesus in his mostly in his Galilee ministry. Now, of course, Jesus didn't just hang out in Galilee for most of his three years that he was in in ministry. You know, after he turned 30, he, he was baptized, and then he shows, Luke shows him going up to Galilee. He went down to Judea a few times, but for the most part, the lion's share of his ministry so far has been in the Galilee region. And now we're, we've seen Jesus move south through Samaria into the, air, the region of Judea. Now, you have to understand there's, these are three different, totally different regions. Judea, of course, was the main part where Jerusalem was and the temple was and the universities were and all the elite and all the people who were kind of the establishment of their day lived in Jerusalem. And you had the, the Republicans and the Democrats, right? You had the, the Pharisees who were the conservatives and the, and the Sadducees who were the liberals. And so you had all those dynamics happening there. And there was a lot of conversation, a lot of things going on in that region surrounding the temple and and the way to God and all those things were happening in the south. And then as you you know, go north, you find Samaria, which is kind of in the middle. And the Samaritans were a group of people who were originally half Jewish, but couldn't prove where they were from or what their lineages were. And so they kind of you know, kind of got pushed out. In the book of Nehemiah, you kind of see that. They kind of pushed them out. These are people that were still in the land when the captives from Israel came back, and they were kind of excluded from the nation of Israel. And so they had a, a bitterness towards the people of Israel, and the people of Israel had a bitterness towards them. They were filthy Samaritans. And then as you go forward, or up north, rather, you have the region of Galilee, which was also part of Israel. So they're split in half by these two, by the Samaritans. But in Galilee, it was kind of like like Emmett, you know, it's just uh, people lived there who were just kind of simple people. They weren't, you know, robe and tie people. They were just kind of simple, you know, sandals and cheap robe and, you know, just go after it, you know, farm and do hard work. And they were just kind of your down to earth people, you know, and when, 
when the, the, the Galileans came down to Jerusalem, they kind of looked at them as like, oh, you guys, are, you're not city people. You know, you're kind of hicks or something like that. And so there was kind of a stigma there as well. But, but they certainly didn't believe that Samaritan lives mattered. They, they certainly did not care about the Samaritans, they had nothing to do with the Samaritans. And, and, and that's the way that things were. But as Jesus is moving towards the south, we see him go through Samaria. Of course, James and John wanted to call down fire on the people there. You know, Jesus didn't let them. No, that's not what we're doing. And they go down into Jerusalem. And as they're going into the area of Judea, they, he sends 70 disciples out, two by two, to all the cities that he's going to visit. And so basically, their message was going to be, the kingdom of God is coming near. You know, Jesus is on his way. And, you know, repent. And let's pray for your sick. And, and they cast out demons. All these things happened as they went to these places. And, and what would be Jesus' custom, as it says in chapter 4, is that Jesus' custom was that he would, every Sabbath day, enter the synagogue. And so he would probably visit synagogues all through the circuit of the places that he was going to be traveling there in Judea, just as he did in Galilee. It wouldn't be any different. And so it's probably in that setting that we see our story today, although Luke does not tell us. He doesn't tell us exactly where they are or what the setting is. But he just kind of gives us this story. And that's kind of the way that Luke rolls. You know, he just kind of, and then there's this story. And then on a certain day, this happened. And so not everything's necessarily chronological, but we kind of figure that it's within the context of what we've been looking at. So it's true, whenever there's a new ministry in town, whenever there's a new church plant, it kind of draws the attention of the churches that are already there, right? And, and so it was in their day. You know, they had their synagogues, they had their religious leaders, and now a traveling rabbi is coming through who's pretty controversial. And so it's going to draw the attention of the people there. I, I remember that's the way it was 20 years ago when we came here. Shannon and I planted the church here with a, a small group of people. And, you know, I went to the, the ministerial association meeting, you know, just to kind of catch the vibe. And, and as it is in Emmett, and this is very rare and very beautiful, the, the churches, in, for the most part, here in Emmett, were very welcoming. You know, I mean, not threatened, but very welcoming. Like, oh, great, we're glad to have you in town. We need more churches. You know, we have so many churches already, but that's what they said. We need more churches. You know, we can't minister to everybody. I thought, wow, that's great. But not everybody was that way. You know, some of those pastors, they're like, you don't want to take you out to lunch behind the woodshed. No, I, they, they wanted to take me out to lunch and ask me some gotcha questions, you know. But what they didn't know about me is that I like questions. <laughs> I, I thrive on questions. I have answers for everything. It's horrible. My wife hates it. But, but I, I just am opinionated. But they, they take me out and they want to ask these questions and they want to find out where I'm at. And most of them I won over. Some of them won me over, you know. And it, it's just kind of a beautiful thing that happens. Thanks again for listening to Abide in Truth with Pastor Mike Hughes. If you would like a copy of today's sermon in its entirety, call us at 208-365-0991 or send us a text at 208-991-2756. Be sure to mention today's date. You can also listen to Pastor Mike's latest message on our website at ccemmett.org. And don't forget to search for Calvary Chapel Emmett on iTunes and YouTube. Remember to hit subscribe when you're there. Thanks again for listening, and remember, always abide in truth. Until next time, God bless. Abide in Truth is a radio outreach ministry of Calvary Chapel in Emmett, Idaho.
Calvary Chapel of Emmett would like to invite you to watch our services live on Facebook. You can watch us every Sunday morning at 8.30 or 10.30. Just go to our page, Calvary Chapel of Emmett, and scroll down for the live service. It is an interactive experience. While on our page, feel free to watch previous Sundays as well. So join Calvary Chapel Emmett Sunday morning at 8.30 or 10.30 on Facebook. We look forward to seeing you. Calvary Chapel of Emmett would like to offer you a free gift for joining us today. Right Now Media. Right Now Media has been called the Netflix of Christian Bible studies. With over 30,000 Bible studies and discipleship videos, there's even tons of Christian cartoons for the kids. To get your free account to Right Now Media, just visit our website at ccemmett.org forward slash right now. That's ccemmett.org forward slash right now. And God bless you.